Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric, specific, focused podcast on, of course, the Arizona Cardinals. I am one of your hosts. I am your co-host, Javon J. Love Adams. And uh, and alongside the one and only Ed Easy Smith, not only did he play professional baseball, but he also played in the National Football League. He played for the Lions. He played for the Washington football team when they were called another name. Uh, he played for the Atlanta Falcons. I know you played for the Eagles because that's that's like one of your favorite coaches ever. <laughs> the Eagles. And now I know I'm missing. I, I know you went to a, a couple other spots, but I mean, to, in terms of for uh, for tryouts, but where who else did you play for? I was with the Browns for a hot minute, and I was my first official team actually uh, was the uh, at the time St. Louis Rams. There we go. There yeah. we go. There we go. So we are bringing this to you. Uh, so this this is going to be have a lot of moving parts. This might be full of super energy. We might have a, a surprise guest or two joining us, but uh, but we're bringing this to you on draft night. So we're recording this Thursday, and this is just after the Arizona Cardinals have made their selection at number sixteen. So we'll get into that with our with our immediate reaction. Um, so. It's interesting because during the day, and I want to, uh, of course, talk about what we know and you know what we know about uh, the this this draft pick, the number sixteen pick. We'll get into the position. We'll get into kind of just our immediate reaction, and then also in terms of what's going on with what happened today with Aaron Rodgers. Um, just I guess letting it be known that he doesn't want to be with the with the the Packers, and I wanted to get your thoughts on that as well, Ed. But it, but as I was saying, it's interesting because. As the day was going on, um, there were as as the news started to come out, and there were some folks on different outlets that started to make, especially on some uh, on Sirius XM uh, sports shows, that that were making certain comments that seemed to move the betting line. And it's interesting how that can happen depending on the influence. But it, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. So head to uh, the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So I'm going to go from, from number one till we get to the Cardinals pick. And then we'll talk about that a little bit, Mr. Ed easy Smith. So at number one, uh, it was no, no surprise there. It was Trevor Lawrence going to the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Zach Wilson at number two to the jets, Trey Lance, which was interesting going to number, number three to, uh, to the San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Pitts, tight end. So the, those first three picks were quarterbacks for those who don't know, uh, Kyle Pitts tight end. Uh, he's, <laughs> I'm thinking of the, uh, the, 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 uh, key and peel show. He's a hybrid, so to speak. <laughs> so, so when you think Kyle Pitts, he's a uh, tight end. He went to the, to your former team, the Atlanta Falcons. We had Jamar chase went to the Bengals at wide receiver. We had Jalen Waddle. Uh, at wide receiver from Alabama going to the the Dolphins. We had uh, uh, Mr. Sewell, Sewell 
going the offensive tackle going to the uh, Detroit Lions, and you were at the you were at Detroit for a little while, mm-hmm. and uh, also J.C. Horn, the cornerback, going to the uh, what is it the Panthers, and then we have Patrick Sertain, the second, the cornerback going to the Broncos, Devontae Smith going to the Eagles again, one of your former teams at wide receiver. We had Justin Fields going to quarterback going uh going to the chicago bears and not to interrupt you know the happiest man in the world right now paul richardson his bears <laughs> they got a quarterback for the first time since jim mcmahon there we go there we go so uh so we got uh so as that justin fields going to uh to chicago bears we got micah parsons going to the dallas cowboys at inside linebacker Rashawn slater at offensive tackle going to the chargers and of course the chargers with their with their uh budding superstar at quarterback needing to have a little bit of protection we have elijah vera tucker at offensive guard going to uh what is that the the jets if i'm not mistaken yes and then we have what's interesting here mac jones he's a mac call him a mac mac jones going to a quarterback from alabama going to the patriots and then drum roll please (laughs) at offensive uh i mean outside linebacker we had zavin collins from tulsa uh, and I'll, I'll read the kind of description, the pre-draft analysis, and then I'll tell you what happened, and I want to get your thoughts on this. But so the, for, according to uh, ESPN.com, Collins is a dynamic and versatile linebacker with a stellar blend of size, length, and range. It's almost like he's positionless, Ed. Um, he's tall enough to see into the backfield, is quick enough to shoot gaps, and has the strength to hold his ground at the point of attack. Collins reads the quarterback and has good – uh, has good uh, ball skills for a linebacker. Plus, he flashes as a pass rusher. Now, my son, uh, as that as that pick came in, and I was waiting for that pick to come in so that we can jump in and begin our conversation, came in and said, "Who is that, Dad? Who is that? Who is that? We got a line. We got a linebacker from Tulsa." Your immediate reaction, and you, when we came online, you mentioned this. The one thing about what he's described as once the pick came in, your thoughts. Jay, we thought they would do something off the grid, right? We just, we held out thinking (laughs) just maybe they might make a sensible move and do the right thing, right? Yes, sir. We we thought some of the positions of the, in my opinion, the top two positions we needed to address uh, cornerback and offensive line. And we didn't either. We go get a positionless, and this is how he was described from the people running the draft as they talk about it, a positionless linebacker, meaning he's a tweener. He's not big enough to anchor the center of your linebacking core, and he's a little too big necessarily to be like an outside guy in space, so you might line him up on the edge to use him as a rusher. But let me look, let me, his strengths, his size and athleticism, right? Yes. His weaknesses, instincts, and ability to change direction. Do you want that from a linebacker that you're going to ask to do? So? Let me ask you a question. Does this sound familiar, Isaiah Simmons? Does this, sound, <laughs> does this, sound, this sounds like something, one, we already have, right? Yes. I, I know they talk about there's only one thing better than one piece of uh, is two pieces of uh, right? In this situation, you're going out and doubling down on 
We don't know where we're going to play this dude, but he's athletic and he's got some size. So this is, you know, we'll figure it out. This ain't no time to be figuring things out. This is a time to address your needs. You look at some of the other teams, what they've done, they look at the, what the Bears did. The Bears addressed the need. Why did they do it? They jumped up from 24 to 11 or whatever it was yeah. to go get a quarterback. You had other, you had teams trading within the division amongst themselves. Yeah. Dallas trading back with the Eagles because they knew they needed a playmaker and they thought the Giants might take him. So they jump up two spots with their division rival to pick up Deontay, right? Yeah. Heisman Trophy winner. What do we do? We sit back at 16. And we go get more of, and all due respect, I mean. When you say all due respect, that means you're about to disrespect somebody. All due respect to Zayden Conner. <laughs> like I said, talented young man. Yeah. God bless him. He's now a Cardinal. We will support him every way we can. Yes, sir. But that is not what we needed. Mm-hmm. We went out and and got something, one, like I said, that we already had. And it just, it makes me scratch my head. It may, we're talking about and them going for it well uh-huh. what let me ask you what did we solve what what did we just solve with our first pick i don't understand huh they, that was a safe pick that's what it was i wouldn't oh, even call yeah. that or that brother earls and i wouldn't even call it a safe pick i would call it just well we don't know what to do so well, what does the book say you don't go by the damn <laughs> book you go by your instinct that was, what you that, was, that was that was a horrible pick man i'm like i mean <sighs> God. No, I'm not like you said. No, no, no disrespect to the kid's talent, but how the hell are you gonna play him and Isaiah Simmons? And now you got Jordan Hicks, and you still got uh, Campbell. You still got all these same dudes in the same cluster. Exactly. What the hell are they doing, man? Yeah. Oh, so, so, so as I mentioned, we're gonna have some some uh, some guests oh. that are gonna be joining in. So, of course, we have the one and only. We had we had him join us last week as well. So we had to have him back because it's only right. The one and only casual E Earl Burnett from KSRNAZ.com. And so, so casual E, one of the things that I mentioned to to Ed was that my son came in because he's watching this draft. My youngest son, he was watching the draft, and as soon as the pick comes in, he runs in here and says, "Who is that?" I think if he, if he wanted to say, if I think if he had been around his friends when his dad wasn't there, he would have said, "Who the hell is that?" Right. And, or he would have said some other. He would have said some other choice words. Too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So it, again, it, one of the things that Ed pointed out when we got on that we mentioned was that he is described as a positionless player, and I said, and the first thing I said to Ed. Uh, casual E was, isn't that Isaiah Simmons? Isn't he positionless as well? Your initial reaction to this pick, you mentioned that it was a safe pick, but was it a safe pick or was it, I mean, now correct me, I mean, Ed, you, you've you been, I know you, you've done some coaching in terms of, you know, position coaching when you, you know, in, in, uh, in, in on the college level. Um, and you, you, obviously you, you played professionally and it's one of those things where if you have your draft board set, if you have certain players set, you don't say, okay, I have him here. Nah, nah, nah. We're going we to go drop five spaces lower and take this dude. Your thoughts, Casual E, on this pick? This, this, this pick just kind of blows my mind because when we started the whole draft, mock drafts and everything else we did back in the day, way back when the season ended, linebacker was not one of the needs. Speak on it. In fact, in fact, linebacker was sold up. In my opinion, linebacker was the next few years we okay with because Isaiah Simmons can be that guy that you can put him anywhere in any of those linebacker positions. He's going to learn it from Hicks. And his second year in, he would be he would be 
ready to roll. Yes. Next year, linebacker was not nowhere near a knee. Hmm. Nor was he the best player on the freaking board at the time they picked. <laughs> oh, my God, man. <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all the all the all all the all of the uh, the good corners were gone, and all of the good line uh, offensive linemen were gone. Now, their mo from last year and a few years ago, they always took chances on guys that had risks. So we didn't want to do that again. So that's why they probably didn't take the Farley kid, which is another corner they could have taken. Okay, so I I get that. Okay, now you got a chance to make your offense more dynamic. This is a copycat league. What the Chiefs did last year when they picked up uh, high, what's his name, Hilaire, Hilaire, that little kid from uh, yeah LSU. LSU. Oh my God! I thought they were going to copy that and get Najee Harris. I thought they were going to do it. They were right there. I it was. It was. It was, it was set up for him. Set up for him to do. Oh, it was set, set up perfectly. And we need a freaking bruiser, man. This dude would have been our Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean. You want to go with if you if you don't get your knee there and it's not there and you're not moving down and you're not dra- you're not trading out of that pick, then you take the best guy on the board and the best kid on the board was Najee freaking Harris. Now somebody's gonna get that kid, probably the Steelers at twenty something, which is okay. But man, I, we blew that one, man. Again, we blew that one. We blew that one. And here's something that's interesting here. I mean, one of the things that over the last couple of seasons is that Ed has been is has been beating the drum, so to speak, for offensive line help. And so, it, it, don't worry because you know the Raiders will probably just trade this play this player to the Cardinals in the next couple of seasons. But uh, Alex Leatherwood was was picked uh, from Alabama was picked by by the by the Raiders. Uh, and he ain't even on nobody's board for right. being a top player all and the Raiders would do something like that. Exactly. But, but I mean not saying no 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 disrespect to the kid. No disrespect <laughs> to the kid. It's just like what the hell is Gruden the NBC? Man, so what what's so Ed, I mean so when we're looking at this, one of the things that we, we've talked about Captain America being on the team now. Um <laughs> and and so some of those things that come with it and, and so it and, and Almost like uh, Kime is trying to to make sure that he's drafting to keep his doing, making certain moves to keep his job. This is this seems to be to to a dude like me, you know, just so perplexing with it. So if you were, so if put yourself back into that into that locker room. You're you're paying attention. I, I guess I got to ask this. So when you were on the Falcons, let's say for example, so when you're when when they made draft picks, were 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 you paying attention? Not necessarily seated in front of the television, but did you keep a pulse on what was going on? And if you were in that locker room or on that, on a, on the Cardinals, would you be scratching your head as to the selection that was made? Absolutely. And I remember, I mean, to take it even a step further, I always kept track on who they were drafting in my position, you know, Speak on it. I mean, I remember my, after my second year in Atlanta, we go to the Super Bowl and everything. We went out and we drafted a tight end and I was a number three tight end. So, but they, we drafted a tight end, uh, Crumpler, AJ, uh, Algie oh, Crumpler. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the, like a second round or something like that. Now, for me, that was like the kiss of death because okay. we already had OJ Santiago. We had, you know, Brian Kozlowski. I was number three. So I was, I was definitely paying attention when I saw that. Yeah. Right. I liked Algie. 
Algie was a great dude. He was a good dude. I didn't get yeah, to play with him because yeah. I bailed. I, when I saw that, it was time for me to <laughs> kick rocks because I wasn't going to sit around and be a cap hit. So, I, you know, me and my agent, right. we opted out. Of, and I had just signed a brand-new two-year deal and stuff like that. We opted out. You know, so be it. But team guys are watching the draft like we just as we are right now. Yeah. There's a whole lot of dudes sitting around, including Isaiah Simmons, talking about who and what did they just right. go get. And right. here's the thing. Here is the backside of that. We, we saw – what the Raiders did at yes, 17 sir. by going Leatherwood, right? Yeah. Okay, so maybe he's not the most top-rated guy or whatever, but they addressed an issue. Now, you know what happens to us? Hmm. You forget, we don't have a third and a fourth-round pick. Yeah. So we got a second-round pick coming up. Who knows what they're going to do? Now, if you decide to fill a, a quarterback role, getting a linebacker, there you go. <laughs> if we don't fill the cornerback role or the running the offensive line position with this next pick in the second round yeah. what does that mean that means on day four and round five and six Ooh, you're going to be drafting uh linemen and, and, and fifth and sixth round cornerbacks right yes, sir you know what those yep. dudes do those dudes get cut on the last day of, of training <laughs> camp. Yeah, so that's absolutely. what we're going to be stocking our refrigerator and our cabinets with right this was an opportunity that we can cut first and second round if that's all you got because your third and fourth is gone because you made some deals and stuff. That's when all the other stuff goes out the window. That's when your priority is those two positions. We're going to fill those two, even if we have to move up, or whatever, or if we have to take our third guy on the board because the two yeah. cornerbacks, everybody wanted, were gone. Okay. Right. There's a difference between three and one, but it's not, it's a whole lot better than the somebody taking somebody in the first round or the fifth or sixth round. Okay. You, yeah, you feel absolutely. me? So all yeah. we did, will stun our growth once again by wasting a pick. I call it wasting a pick. Yeah, that's what it was. All it is is wasting a pick. We went out and it got was. another. We might as well just gave more money to Isaiah Simmons and said, we're not going to draft anybody. Thank we're going to give him more money. Boy, Ed, you're hitting it. Boy, you're on, first, you're on point, man. You're on point. <laughs> you, are, you are right on 100% right, bro. That is just absolutely. I mean, what 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 can Isaiah be Simmons, Isaiah Simmons be thinking right now? Like you just said, he got to be thinking, what am I not getting it done? Am I not going to be the guy or what? <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. You crazy. know, that's you know crazy. what, it, what it also was like this. So again, so I'm just thinking about it because and the only, the only, the closest comparison that I could have is when I was playing NCAA 2014, which is one of the best video games ever. And then mm-hmm. uh, trying <laughs> to make sure you're drafting into the, to, to the NFL, to the NFL game, to, to Madden. And so you're looking and you're trying to figure out what what positions that you need. And so you just have that. Okay, so we need a running back. We need so okay, so we need running back. We need offensive line, and we need a cornerback. And so then when you come when it's your turn to draft, and you have those positions available, and you say, "Yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and get a uh, let's go ahead and get a defensive end." What? <laughs> what? Wait, wait a minute. You just said what the priorities were. You just said we need offense, we need offensive line, we need cornerback, and we need a running back, and maybe a wide receiver. Yeah, you're right. Let's go ahead and get that. Let's go ahead and get that linebacker. What? Wait a minute, man. I mean, come on. There had to be somebody in the room that said, uh, uh, Steve, um, I just maybe we should get that cornerback, or maybe we should get insert position here that is on our board that is higher that we have that we took all this time to be able to set. That has to be the most frustrating thing. And and, and the even more frustrating thing, guys, yeah, to yeah. me, when you look at the analysis of this kid, now I'm not trying to critique his game, critique his game at all, but 
the one word that stands out to me that a lot of guys have been losing that have been using is a lack of aggression. Mm. Why in the hell would you try to get anybody with a lack of aggression on this team, particularly that, that like we haven't been struggling with that already. <laughs> so, so why would you even hear something like that? Red flag, lack of aggression. You can't teach aggression. If yeah. you ain't got that in you, it's not in you. You can only go so far with trying to teach it to a level to try to, to a degree. Robert Condici comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, another, that's another Robert Condici pick almost to me, almost to a level. When you hear something that he's got a red flag of, he's lacking a level, a little bit of aggression, but he's a good guy. He, he can do this and he can do that. He can run with it. He's very fast and blah, blah, blah. Man, that's red flag to me. If he ain't aggressive in football, come on now, man. Come on, here's, a, here's another sign too you notice how with all the other picks right even picks after ours immediately right they call out the name they pull some tape up and it's like you know with our pick they were like who you could tell they were scrambling so they were like wait a minute somebody get, get somebody get Collins tape up because they weren't even right. expecting that exactly. it was, that's how off the grid it was they weren't even yep. thinking him in that spot and then yep. you know just to, to do that just it's so disappointing because you know uh, it's it's you know here he, he was we, a second round pick at best man at best. second round you know what we all play fantasy football right you ever <laughs> been yep. not paying attention to the clock because it's, yes you're in the middle of the draft and it goes up to 12 and then it's coming back and you get caught doing something you ain't paying attention also yep. you look up and it's your pick and you only got like 45 seconds to make the pick <laughs> and you haven't been watching to see what other people's have picked so you didn't even know it's off the board and also yeah. you saw you scrambling trying to see the other picks, what they picked, and who's left, and what position, and then you just, oh, no, no, I'll tell you, you hit the button, and it's like, oh, damn. That's, a, that's yeah. what it feels like they did. It was like, yeah. they would, so there, somebody or, went out to get some coffee, and, yeah, you know, and or, some, or, 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 Ed, they let the computer pick for it. Let the computer auto-generate. There you go. <laughs> so, real quick, before we wrap this up, this is a special edition of Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. I want to just give where we are right now as we record this. So, again, so after the, uh, after the Cardinals pick, so Cardinals pick, uh, Zayvon Collins, then the, uh, the, the Raiders pick offensive tackle Alex Leatherwood from Alabama, and then the, uh, the Dolphins pick, uh, Jalen Phillips, uh, defensive end from Miami. And then we have, what is it? The Washington football team picked uh, Jamin. Man, black folks, man. Look. <laughs> look, man. I'm just saying, we got to, we got, we got to do better. I, I named a daughter, what, what the, the, the famous uh, Kanye West line is named a daughter, couldn't afford a car, so she named a daughter. Lexus. So anyway, sorry. Right, so we get back to this. So we got, uh, so we got Jamin Davis, uh, uh, inside linebacker from Kentucky. And then we have the New York Giants that, uh, Kadarius point taken, uh, Tony wide receiver from Florida. And so I wanted to so believe in the Arizona Cardinals. I wanted to leave with this gentleman, your, just your thoughts, because around midday, all of a sudden I get these alerts in terms of with Aaron Rodgers all of a sudden saying, nah, nah. I'm out. I want to be out. I want to be traded. I can't play for y'all no more. And so when I, so I want to get your thoughts on this. One thing is interesting is that he seems to have uh, selective memory because when he came into the league, he was drafted similar to, oh, yeah. to how, to, to how love was drafted and brought into the league because we know Brett Favre didn't want, uh, didn't want Rogers on the team. So instead of saying, all right, cool, I might not embrace you and give you all my secrets, 
we're going to compete and we're, we're going we're gonna to take it there. He decides to say, nah, I don't want to, I want to take my ball and go home. I think there's definitely both sides of the argument to, to look at the, the, the Packers may probably should have done more last off season to maybe put some different weapons, some more weapons around him. So to be able to take advantage of that window, whether how, no matter how large or small it was to be able to try to get back to the Super Bowl and maybe try to bring another uh, Lombardi trophy home. Mm-hmm. But just, your thoughts initially on this this Aaron Rodgers thing now. There was speculation that maybe the Broncos are going to try to trade before their pick to get him. That didn't happen. That didn't materialize. No trades have happened thus far. But just your thoughts on that. I'm going to start with you first, uh, Casual E, and then go to you, Ed. Your thoughts on this whole Aaron Rodgers thing. Your thoughts. Man, what happened to the days where people honored a contract and just played their damn contract out? Whatever happened to them days. Mm-hmm. But I get where we are today. I know where we are today. And, 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 and envy and jealousy is one thing that gets you when you see Tom Brady getting every damn thing he wanted, what he wished for. <laughs> and you know you're elite until you're like, well, damn, if he can get everything he wants, why can't I get everything I want? And they slighted him last year when they when they took that quarterback and moved down, moved up to go get Justin Love, I mean, to go get Love uh, in that draft. Or was yeah. it Love or one of them quarterbacks? Yeah, Jordan Love. Uh, yep. Yeah, Jordan Love. They when they got him, and and elite quarterbacks, in my opinion, are really sensitive. And when you when you see that happen, and it's the same situation, you would think he would understand. It is the same exact situation with him and Favre, but that's just how it goes. When you he, he, you you went and got that dude, okay, you you believe in him more than you believe in me. Then watch this. I'm gonna put down a hell of a a good year for y'all, which is what he did. Yeah. And then he want they say he wanted out, and they they said that the uh, Packers were going to trade him. In the offseason, they they backed out is what I'm hearing. But and so now he's like he's like he's like Deshaun Watson right now. No matter what happens, I'm out. And I I don't think that's the right way to do things, man. I, I mean I think you should honor your contract and just stay with the team you that you know that drafted you for the next three years. You, I mean, not to mention this. Stop complaining about what they're not putting around you and start looking at what you could have did last year. You could have won that damn playoff mm. game. It was on you. Okay. To win that playoff game last year. What don't know the receiver that they didn't, they didn't give you. You run five more yards, you get a first down, you can get a, you know, win that game. You know what I mean? To me, it's just, it just seems like, you know, one little thing go wrong with the guys that are at the top. They can do whatever they want to push their way out. And I don't like that at all, man. That's what people to honor a contract, man. There we go. What you got, Ed? Yeah, I think the difference between uh, Brady and uh, Rodgers was, as you know, noticed for many years, Brady took less money. He did not take market even value. And I know he had Janelle, Giselle bringing in an extra hundred million a year so he could kind of do that. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'm Brady, which we saw toward the end. Brady was like, wait a minute, I give you guys a discount every year. And where's the product? What are you guys going out and doing with that money? We never saw them go out and bring in like other than Randy Moss. They never bought in top flight offensive yeah. weapons. They made do with scraps and he made uh, flank steak tastes like filet mignon for a bunch of years. Mm-hmm. Rogers, Rogers, he's gotten the money and has never like really said, okay, once you take this and go get me, you know, a little something, something, you know, he's always expecting him to just go out and wheel and deal and make it happen. So it is a little bit of or- apples and oranges because like I said, Brady for many years took less money than he should have all for his cause. And I think he did this and he didn't even did the same thing going to Tampa. And then what he does, Brady's out there recruiting. 
Brady's out there right. getting Gronk to come out right. of retirement. He's campaigning for his weapons and stuff like that. Rodgers, in my opinion, has always been more of a prima donna type of, type of guy. Yeah. He right. knows he's the franchise. He knows, you know, uh, his stuff don't stink. And what for me, if you notice, a lot of former players, yeah. when they leave there, they're like, well, you know, I'm not he he wasn't my I'm not his biggest fan. Let's just put it that mm-hmm. way. Because mm-hmm. guys notice that kind of stuff. Now, because he's a franchise face and all that kind of stuff, they won't say while they're there. But the second they leave, now every dude that played for Brady and with him, what what do you hear? Man, Tom is the truth. Because yeah. he's not only going to fight for the team. and He's fighting for you, too. He tried to get dudes there scratched when he could. And he also let Belichick know. You know, you need to look what he's doing for uh, look what he's doing for Ant- or Antonio Brown sure. in in, right. uh, in Tampa Bay. Nobody else right. in this league would hire would have him on their roster. But Tom, this is my ride or die. I'm gonna stick with him. They got him a Super Bowl. They just re-signed him again. Whereas Rod- Rogers, like I said, he's always been that dude. He's the, he's the franchise dude that everybody knows. He's the franchise, and his stuff don't stink. And he lets everybody know his stuff don't stink. And that's not you know, like you said, Earl. At this point. It's like, just set up and play, man. You got all the money in the world. Yeah. You know, you got backing of everybody up there, but now he's disgruntled, and I just don't like that either. I can understand it also, too, if the team was struggling. This team that the Packers have been 13-3 and for the last two years. I mean, the pieces that are around him are good pieces. Right. And he got the best running back right now, I think. They just re-signed him up. Mm-hmm. Read him up. I mean, I don't understand. I mean, unless it's just a personal thing where, you know, why would he want out to begin with anyway? I don't understand that. I never understood that. I don't understand why he wants out of there so badly. Indeed. So that's what's up. So thank you, uh, Casual E, for jumping on. This has been a very lively and energetic Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. And I know we're going to be talking about this next week, too. So that's how we do it. So on behalf of the one and only Ed Easy Smith, shout out to the one and only Casual E. Earl Burnett. Go to KSRNAZ.com. Maybe you should write an article about that or something like that, Casual E. You know what I'm saying? No. I know you you a businessman. You got you got an empire that you build it on multiple fronts with multiple article as we, articles, as we like to say. But so we're going to see y'all next time. You have been listening to the one and only Believe in the Arizona Cardinals presented by Bet Online. And as we like to always say around this time, uh, you can. Till next week. We don't believe in that there. shit. <laughs> no, we don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.